0: 7.36 on a Saturday morning, this is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reese, the Georgia Gardener, and I'm here to help you do whatever you want or perhaps don't want to do in your garden. And if you want to, get rid of weeds, get rid of flowers or grow more flowers, that's fine too. If you're a beginner gardener, Ashley says, I would like to hear from more beginner gardeners at 7.30. So if you have one of those questions that you think a lot of people would benefit from just because it's that basic and covers a large area of knowledge, give us a call, 404-872-0750. Hey, Richard, good morning. Good morning, Walter, how are you? Hey, man, doing all right. What you need? question about propagating his I think uh, several weeks back you may have been off, and I think Mickey was in, and she was talking about it, and they said that probably the best time
1: to do that would be like July.
0: Yeah, when things and have grown something. a little bit and hardened a little bit, that's the best time to take a cutting.
1: Okay, I did something last spring when I read an article they said take cuttings like early spring, late yeah. spring, and then I, I failed miserably. At it. And then there was another uh, I have a lady in my neighborhood, at master garden, was talking about how to do it right on the branch.
0: Sure, right. air layering. There's several ways. There. all yeah, oh, uh, I couldn't remember the term. Said, air layering is on the branch. Soil layering is in the soil. And cutting layering, I guess, is when you take cuttings like you tried to do. So how
1: do you do all that?
0: Well, uh, in brief, basically you take a cutting when the again when the when the branch is hardened a little bit. You only take a cutting about six or eight inches long, and so on your azalea you go and try to snap one at about the six inch level when it snaps cleanly like a pencil. Then it's ready. It's hard, and you can take other cuttings from the rest of the azalea to propagate. And again, that's sometime in June, early July, and what I'm not going to give you all the details because you need some written down stuff but basically you take a cutting bin you put it into loose well drained soil put a, what I use myself as a dome that I make out of a two-liter soft drink bottle. Take a Coke bottle, cut the bottom off, and put it over the cutting. And then keep it moist and put it in a sort of a shady, bright shade location. And it will, after uh, eight weeks or so, you'll get a root at the bottom of the cutting and let it grow out for the next several months. And pretty soon you've got a little azalea you can put it wherever you want to. So that's one way of doing it. In the soil. Uh, another way is the, your master gardener friend who said she air layered things. That's when you scrape the branch on the azalea, a bigger branch, probably about an eighth to a quarter inch big. You scrape it, you put some rooting sor- rooting hormone onto it, and then you wrap that up with sphagnum, sphagnum peat moss, and then you wrap that up with plastic to keep it from getting dry, and wrap that up with aluminum foil to keep it from getting so much light in there, and wait again eight weeks. And it'll root there on the on the azalea, you cut it off and plant. And the other one, if you have a big as they did, a lot of times they'll do it all naturally by themselves. The limbs will touch the ground, and they will simply root there where they touch the ground. So that's called soil layering. Okay. Now, is
1: one better than the
0: other? I think the one where you do take the cutting is better if you are trying to do lots and lots of of cutting propagation. If you need like forty. Azaleas from your mother plant, then yeah, cuttings would be the best way because you can take a lot of cuttings off one plant. For just general, um, works the best and 100 percent, just about every time. Soil layering works about 100 percent for me, and the air layering is just interesting because you get to. Propagate something above the ground Aluminum foil wrapped up in your azalea, looks sort of weird and interesting It's a miracle when you cut the aluminum foil off After eight weeks and then it's just full of roots Just full of roots in that sphagnum moss And you can cut it free from the mother plant And plant the roots that, That's Pretty interesting to see that happen. If you need some details on that, Richard, let me just mention you can go to my website and type the word propagate or propagation, and it has two or three articles that I have with pictures of how to do all these things. Thanks for calling. Today, my guest, Clint Waltz from the University of Georgia. They're turf specialists down in Griffin, Georgia. Uh, techniques of growing and making sure your lawn looks the best that it possibly can. From Dan out in Lawrenceville. Good morning, good morning. How's I so? have Emerald Zorgia grass. Okay. And uh, I know it's time to fertilize but it was also got a variety
1: of weeds. So what should I do? Just put down the circle of the fertilizer or weed and feed instead?
0: What do you think, Clint?
1: Weed and feed or just straight fertilizer? This time of year I think we'll be fine with the weed and feed. Um a month ago I think we still had some cold weather in front of us and I probably would have just said uh, let's go with the uh, uh the herbicides but and, and lay off the fertilizer. But uh where we're heading right now we are at the end of April. Soil temperatures are rising. And uh, so I think now's a good time to to get your fertilizer out for your for your zoysi grass. We certainly don't want to fertilize it too early and I think here we are approaching first of May this coming week. Uh, we're we're not too early for the for the metro Atlanta area. So
0: but you say like when it's 80 or 90% green is when you start thinking about fertilizing, Clint?
1: I, I like to use soil temperatures Okay. Um, uh, on it. So when soil temperatures at the four inch depth are consistently 65 degrees and rising. So at 65 is where we see our warm season grasses initiating. Uh, new roots. So there's no need in putting that fertilizer out before the roots are there to actually absorb it and move it up into the plant. Yeah. So as well put the fertilizer out when the plant's actually producing roots and can uptake that fertilizer and, and, and use it. So, so
0: what are the soil temperatures now?
1: Uh, actually, I was looking at some data earlier this week. Uh, the average for the month of, of, of April in Griffin, so you think about that being centrally located to the state of Georgia, uh, was 64.1. So was just... Just right there at the at the precipice, yes. So um, uh, on it, but uh, I, I we're warming up over the last couple of weeks, and in this coming week, I think we'll see things moving in the right direction. So all right.
0: So basically, now Dan, you can do weed and feed. Earlier, you wouldn't want to put fertilizer out earlier because the roots weren't there. But as now, the roots are starting to grow. You can put a fertilizer, or I guess weed and feed either one would be fine. If you got weeds, weed and feed. Okay, now if I do the weed and feed now, do I come back later with the fertilizer, and if
1: so, when?
0: Well, the the feed part of the weed and feed is fertilizer. So, you, how many applications can you do of weed and feed, Clint?
1: On zoysia grass, you may not need more than one. Okay. Um, on this, because I suspect what he's got right now is more of the winter annual broadleafs. Yeah. So if he's putting yes, out sir. a, if if you're putting out a weed and feed right now, I'd be looking at the fertilizer broadleaf weed combination type of things. Uh, on it and many of those annual broadleaf weeds are, are going to die out here in the next couple of three weeks and uh, so one application is just going to make them good and sick and as weather warms <laughs> up they're going to wind up kind of going over the age so I would think just a single application of, of your weed and feed right now. Uh, and would
0: then on be, zoysia how many times would you fertilize, fertilize with zoysia fertilizer sure. or with turf fertilizer? Uh,
1: for zoysia grass my recommendation there is four half pound applications throughout the growing season so if wait,
0: you put a, yeah, Wait a minute. You're going to say something that people don't know what you're talking about. It's not a half a pound of fertilizer you're talking about, though. It's half a pound of nitrogen.
1: Very good. And right?
0: how do you figure out what's half a pound of nitrogen?
1: Well, you got to do a little bit of math based on, on where, where you are on that fertilizer analysis there um, on it. But um, the quick quick on that is, is uh, if, if I put out a half a pound of nitrogen per thousand square foot in yeah. May, yeah. half pound in June, half pound in July, half pound in August. Uh, So zoysia grass doesn't need a lot of fertilizer Uh, So feeding it just with uh, half a pound of nitrogen four times uh, once a month throughout the summer um, We can grow some really good zoysia grass
0: I think I can describe the math well enough I can do actually two ways to describe the math First way, you take the first number of the fertilizer bag Maybe let's say a twenty twenty-five three eight something like that Take the first number. That's the nitrogen number. Divide it into a hundred, and the result is how many pounds will give, or how many pounds of that fertilizer will give you one pound of nitrogen. So if twenty-five goes to a hundred, four times, four pounds of that fertilizer gives you one pound of nitrogen. And half of that would be obviously two, two. pounds. So you put two pounds of uh, put two pounds of fertilizer out to give you half a pound of nitrogen. The other way, in my observation, client, the label on the fertilizer bag almost always says. The rate for this bag will give you about a pound of nitrogen for
1: 1,000 square feet, so you just half
0: whatever it says on the back of the bag.
1: Very good. Uh, What's, I think, the, the modern terminology, that's a nice little hack. A <laughs> little hack right there. Uh, right I, I'm, the I'm, learning, I'm learning <laughs> some of these, these new terminologies, too, and then this hack thing is, is kind of a new one to me, but uh, right. I, I think that's a, a great way to look at it, and you're right. Uh, many times those bags are calibrated based on a, uh, on a pound, of, pound of N per 1,000.